It's time to get educated about everything Bachelor. It's time for the Bachelor Degree. Here are your hosts, Jill Morgan and Maddie Moore. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Bachelor Degree. We are here to set you up for your degree in all things Bachelor Nation. Once again, I'm your host, Jill Morgan, and I'm here alongside my co-host, Maddie Moore. Hello, everyone. Hello, hello. We are back for another week. I'm super excited this week as well because we have another special guest on our show today. We're so excited to have a guest. I know the past couple weeks we haven't, um, so this is really fun for us. Um, She is a dating coach and sleep coach, the host of Getting Cozy with Erin Hill and a mom of two. Please welcome to the bachelor degree, uh, Erin Hill. Hi, Erin. How are you? Hi, girls. I'm great. How are you? I'm so happy to be here. Good. 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 We're all good. We're hanging in there. (laughs) Exactly. Yes. Hanging in there. We're so excited to have you on. And, um, you know, we just kind of want our listeners to get to know you a bit. Um, So we want to kind of give you the space to tell our listeners a bit about who you are. Sure. So, um, gosh, I, you know, I'm forced and first and foremost, I'm a mom of two, like you mentioned. And it's so funny because during the pandemic, I found myself out of a job and I have this love of, you know, reality TV. And I just decided to do like a really fun Instagram live show that I call tub talk. And I'm usually in my tub when I'm recording, but um, today I'm in my closet. (laughs) So again, a really weird place, but the sound is so good in here. So I I like to record in here. Um, And I just had so much fun getting to know people from Listen to Your Heart at the time was on and almost everybody from the show came on and we had so much fun. And I thought this is something like I really want to kind of run with this. So I had a podcast before that we interviewed actually Ben Higgins on and he kind of opened the door to Bachelor Nation for me. Funny enough, he was actually a family friend, which I had no idea. Um, So when I found that out, I was like, um, yes, I'm definitely going to use this connection (laughs) and uh, had always been a huge fan of him. So um, I was just so excited. And I feel like that, like I said, opened the door and I just have been able to connect with so many different people from Bachelor Nation like you guys. I mean, I'm just so impressed how you guys have had these incredible interviews with almost everyone out there, I feel, um, (laughs) really just killing it in the Bachelor podcast world. Uh, So kudos to you guys. Um, But I would say that basically, you know, the pandemic gave birth to Tep Talk. And then um, I started another podcast called Bash After Dark, which is basically a podcast that normalizes talking about sex within Bachelor Nation. So we just had Rudy on. I just recorded with Dustin a couple nights ago. That's going to be incredible. I mean, literally was something you'll never hear from like a Bachelor Nation person. So just so much fun. So cutting edge, you know, we're really trying to be different and unique. So I think we nailed it with this one. (laughs) That's awesome. Oh my God. That's so amazing. And like, honestly, such a cool, um, like thing that we have in common that I didn't even know. We also kind of were like, introduced to the world of bachelor nation through ben higgins he was our first interview um so that's so cool we have that weird connection (laughs) ben is such a sweetheart he's like a almost like a dad right i mean he just kind of yeah he just kind of like has everyone come in like under you know his wing and he was just so like calm and like um patient with us and he yeah he was our first one and I just I will always always be so grateful to him such an amazing human 
Yeah, 100%. I mean, I remember because he was our first interview and Maddie and I were so nervous. We were sweating bullets. We were like, we can't believe this is happening. Like, this doesn't even feel real. We're scared that he's gonna like cancel on us. But like you said, he couldn't have been more nice. And we're also so grateful that he was willing to talk to us because we were so small at the time and we're still pretty small. But, you know, he's obviously introduced us to so many other allowed us to be introduced to so many other amazing people in Bachelor Nation. So shout out to Ben Higgins. <laughs> Definitely. And I have a really, I have a really funny quick story about um, the first time we were interviewing with him. So he was, it was through FaceTime because we didn't really know what we were doing at the time. Right. We're just like, let me, let us just record through FaceTime. I had to see his face. I mean, come on. And he, I remember we started and he flipped his hat around. So he had his backwards hat. <laughs> Yes. I remember saying, oh my God, what are you doing to me, Ben? You can't do that. I'm a married woman. Like put that hat back. Like <laughs> that is my absolute weakness as a Southern belle, like backward hats kill me. Like yes. I literally cannot. That's and he's just, so he funny. just smiled and he's just like, yeah, no, right. I think he did that during our interview too. And, and me uh, and Jill already thought, you know, he was like the, the best thing ever. So we were just fangirling the whole time. Oh my God. Swoon, swoon, swoon. Oh yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So <laughs> when did you start watching The Bachelor? Have you started from the very beginning or is this more recent for you? No, I started season one. If you can believe it, I'm going to be dating myself here, but college sorority house on the couch with all my sorority sisters season one. Oh yep. my god OG. that's amazing fan. that is so awesome where did you go to college <laughs> I went to the University of Florida go Gators oh that's oh awesome that's fun. So fun my my brother-in-law's brother so I guess my sister's brother-in-law <laughs> a weird way to put that um, also went there. So that's, that's a fun little connection. And what did you major in when you were in college? So I double majored in, um, sorry, I double minored in business and mass communications. I majored in sociology because I love studying people, everything to do with people. I, I was like a born connector. I feel a born networker before I feel like we even had networkers. So it just made complete sense. And in high school, I had the biggest crush on my sociology professor. So I think that probably had to do with it too. That's hilarious. That's oh my gosh. <laughs> That's so great. So funny. It, um, oh, go ahead, Maddie. Oh, I was just going to say, um, uh, you know, a quick follow-up. So how did you get into the being a dating coach and also a sleep coach? Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, absolutely. So when I was, I was a flight attendant back in um, 2008 and wow. I, um, in San Francisco, and I wanted like a part-time job because I wanted to fly part-time and, and like have another kind of job on the side because they pay you nothing. I mean, literally when you're hired, you are given food stamps because they, they're just like, guys, it's rough. <laughs> like your pay is nothing. Okay. And I could only afford like a crash pad, you know, so I needed like supplemental income, right? I'm a hustler. I've always been a hustler. Okay. So I knew I had to do that. So I found actually when I, um, actually, let me back up. When I was living in Florida, I was working for It's Just Lunch. That was just like a fun job that I, 
kind of found probably like on Craigslist or something, you know, like, God, I'm really dating myself here. Um, but yes, it was, it was really a while ago. And, um, I had so much fun. It was, it was just like the most fun to be a matchmaker and, you know, set people up. And I was the person that would call for feedback. So after a couple went on a date, I would call the woman, I would call the man. And those were some awkward conversations sometimes, let me tell you, ladies. I mean, sometimes <laughs> the woman felt like it was her dream guy. That was her soulmate. And the guy's just like, yeah, next. Like, I don't ever want to see this person again. And you're just like, oh, my God, the disconnect, you know, <laughs> this is crazy. So um, right. But I learned how to be a matchmaker. I learned so much from that job. And then fast forward, when I got to San Francisco, they had an It's Just Lunch location in San Francisco. So I basically just said, hey, look, I've worked in your Orlando office. I know what I'm doing. Can I just kind of slide in? And they they took me immediately. And they're like, yeah, if you know the system, you're here, you know, you're you're there, you're in. So um, I did that for about a year, I would say. But fun fact, when I was in Florida working for them, I dated all of their clients. <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> but I was single and I was like, you're paying me $8 an hour. I got to have some perks to this job. Right. 100%. Oh, that is amazing. What a good story. <laughs> oh my God. I love that you shared that with us. That's amazing. Yes, literally, that, that is great. I love a little double dipping. I mean, hey, <laughs> benefits for, for, you know, two different things. So that's awesome. You know, when you're in your 20s, you should be dating as many people as possible. I've always <laughs> said that, like, don't even think about settling down until you hit 30. Like, don't even <laughs> think about it. Okay, I'm talking to you guys. Um, and then the uh, the whole sleep coach thing came from when I was a nanny. I was working for a family and their kids were going to bed at like crazy times, like 10, 11. These were two and three year old children. Like they were young. And I just thought, this is crazy. These kids are literal narcoleptics when I have them you know, during the day, they're like falling asleep on the couch. They're falling asleep, eating their cereal, you know, and something just like clicked in my head. Like, this is not normal. Let me help this family. Mm -hmm. And so I just, I just told them, I was like, let's put them to sleep at a decent hour, maybe eight o'clock, you know, something like that. And, um, within a couple of days, they were literal new kids. Like it was insane. And they were having date nights and they were, they like, they basically told me that their marriage was about to end. And then I kind of came in and like, just solved that problem because they were not going to bed until their kids went to bed. And so they had no free time to themselves. Like they had no time to like bond and, and reconnect as a couple. Mm -hmm. So it just, it, it was just what they needed. And they told everybody they knew mm -hmm. they, the word spread like wildfire. And I literally like, I keep saying literally, but I did like, I, I slept train like that entire neighborhood within probably a few months. So that's kind of how that started. Wow. And then I've been doing that for like 15 years. Again, I'm super dating myself here, but it's been about 15 years, I would say. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> that's Honestly, I think you need to coach me. I've been going to bed at such a late hour. I mean, to be fair, I've been working at, I just started working at a sleepaway camp and I'm taking care of like 11 and 12 year olds and they're mm -hmm. going to bed pretty decent at a pretty decent hour. But then I'm going to bed at way too late of an hour and I wake up way too early. So I need to take your advice and follow those kids lead. <laughs> so the, the first question I have when I hear something like that is like, are you drinking caffeine throughout the day? No, I don't drink caffeine. That's good. I'm so happy to hear yeah. that. 
so many people are addicted. Um, have you tried a weighted <laughs> blanket to just kind of like get yourself like the anxiety of like wanting to fall asleep, I think really gets in our head. Right. And we can't just like quiet those voices. Mm -hmm. It's, it's very warm here. And so, no, I don't. <laughs> they have cooling weighted blankets now. I'm going to send you a link. Ooh, oh, my God. They are that game changers. Amazing. That sounds great. <laughs> yes. I've oh actually, God, I've used a weighted blanket once or twice, and I really liked it. My um, my boyfriend has one, and it's it's really nice. And definitely, like, for that anxiety, <laughs> like you said, I was like, oh, this is different. Yes. It's like a hug, like a really kind of just warm, comfortable, well, not warm, but like comfortable hug, you know, and people crack me up because they want to do like 50 pound weighted blanket. And I'm like, no, you're not trying to get like another person's weight on top of you. You just want like 10% of your body weight to just kind of feel that like pressure and yeah. that pressure takes off the anxiety, which is crazy. That's just how it works, you know? Um, one more thing, Jill, if you have a white noise going, any kind of white noise, it can be fan, um, anything like that. Do you have, do you use that when you're sleeping? I do use a fan and actually I feel like that has been helping a lot more for sure. It like cools yes. me off and also puts me to sleep. <laughs> yes. Okay. So keep doing that. And then just try to get in your bed earlier. I'm not saying like try to go to sleep, but just try to get in your bed earlier. And sometimes just doing that helps. Yeah. Those are some good tips, everyone. Yeah. yeah I've been <laughs> listening. I mean, I feel like I got a free session. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do free sessions. I do free um, phone consults. So wow. anybody oh reach out God. at getting cozy with Aaron, you can DM me and we'll do a free consult. I do it all the time. I love it so much fun. That's awesome. Amazing. Oh my gosh. Amazing. I think our listeners would love that. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. So yeah, should we switch on over to this week's episode? Yeah, I think we should. I mean, there's, I feel like there's a decent amount to talk about. I feel like we had a bit more drama this episode, um, but I want to get Aaron, your like initial thoughts on the season first. Like, how are you feeling about Katie's season? Yeah. So I connected with Katie before or like during uh, her kind of stint on Matt James season. So I adore her. I think she's a breath of fresh air. I've said that so many times. She's so refreshing. She's so real. Um, I definitely mm -hmm. have met or know people that have met her in person and say she's exactly, you know, as she seems, she is that way. So I love to hear that. And I can't wait to meet her hopefully in person one day. Um, but I just, I have so much respect for her. I think she's doing it her way, but not in a way that is like, you know, bossy or controlling. I just feel like she's very confident and she's very just self-assured, which is so nice to see from a lead. Right. And I like mm -hmm. that she's older you know, I really do. I like that she's 30. I think that she's in a great place in her life to find love. She's had previous relationships that have been, you know, long-term relationships. I love to hear that too. I hate the fact that Matt was never in love before and he was the lead. Like that should never have happened. You know, that should never have happened. Honestly, you need some solid relationship uh, experience before you go on a show and date 30 people, you know, it's very mm -hmm. overwhelming. Um, so I, I think that she is a wonderful lead. I think she's been making great choices. I think she goes with her gut, which is really important. Mm -hmm. I think that she, yeah. she trusts her gut, you know? Mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean, I, I think the guys that she has, has are amazing. I think that she really has a great group of guys and 
I'm so excited for her to find love. Like I, I just, I'm rooting for her. She just makes me smile when I see her on screen. Right. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. She reminds me of like Tasha and Caitlin, obviously, and also Hannah Brown, because I feel like all of yes. them just were so, they knew the decisions they wanted to make. I feel like this is just with bachelorettes in general, instead of the bachelors, like no offense, but I just feel that they know what they want to do and they go with their gut and it's almost like a women's intuition. They just know, I feel like women just know what they want. And yeah, Katie is a very good example of that. And I love that about her. Yeah, yeah, definitely. definitely. It's really nice. I think like you said, Erin, to see someone that is so in tune with who they are and knows exactly who that person is and is able to like fully communicate that and be confident in that is definitely something that like we don't always see on The Bachelor. So it's very nice to see Katie in that position. Um, So is there any like standout guys for you right now? I mean, we're like not maybe almost halfway, not exactly halfway through the season yet. um, But is there any guys that are, are really standing out to you? So I love Andrew S and um, I'm, I'm really good friends with Destin Kendrick and he's a good friend of his. And he just says the best things about that guy and that he is just genuine and true. And, um, and he's Clay's cousin, funny enough. Uh, So Mm -hmm. I love that he's like already kind of in bachelor nation too. Like that makes me feel like he's probably been prepped, you know, (laughs) like he's, his (laughs) mental health is probably pretty like protected because he knows that these crazy things can happen. Right. And, um, so I, I like that. And I think that he is great with Katie. I think he's very open and honest with her. He's funny. Um, that like dirty talk session was hilarious. Right. Um, I will say Greg was a little awkward. That was hard to watch. Yeah. Yeah, That was so awkward. I was like, Greg, what are you doing talking about the 50 States? Yes. And it's, it's from the movie Horrible Bosses, which I don't know if you guys have seen it. It's a hysterical movie, but I don't know if like no. everybody got that, <laughs> that reference. So people are just like shaking their head. Right. Um, and yeah. Trey, I love Trey. I think Trey is so kind and smart and funny. Um, I, you know, I just, I don't know. He, again, he just like makes me smile. I like the guys that when they come on screen, they just like naturally make me smile. And especially like when I see them together, I think they're so sweet together. And I loved his entrance. I thought he had the best entrance of like everyone. What was his entrance again? I can't remember. The balls, like all the colored balls. Suck, right? And I love a pickup truck. I love a pickup truck. Yes, of (laughs) course. I mean, who doesn't love a ball pit in the back of a pickup truck? I would love that. Fun. So fun, yeah. I do hope they clean them post-pandemic right 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 definitely (laughs) literally need to be um you know conscious of that but yeah those are some some really awesome guys for sure I'm a big fan of Andrew S as well um Mm -hmm. but obviously we start off this episode kind of with that you know picking up where we left off from last week with the Thomas drama um you know what what were your overall thoughts about all of the drama surrounding Thomas Um, and kind of how he's acted on the season? I mean, I really felt like it was um, producer influenced. I really do. I think that it was a lot of drama that didn't need to be there. Um, I think that it's kind of naive to think that guys go on the show 
not thinking they could be The Bachelor. I mean, you know, we saw it on Colton season with Hannah Brown and Kaylin talking about that they could be The Bachelorette, right? Like, it's just, it's one of those things that has to be just in the back of your head. Now, I'm not saying, okay, I would say that Mm -hmm. a few guys probably have it closer to the front of their head (laughs) than the back. But in general, I think that to just completely villainize someone for saying that is not, I don't think that's, you know, really right. Although I would, I don't question what Katie did. And I also heard, I don't know if you guys heard this or not. There was an article that came out that said that uh, Thomas was really talking poorly about Trey and kind of being like rude to him. And Katie found out and, and that's really the straw that broke the Campbell's back with her. She really was just like, you know what? That's unacceptable. Trey is a sweetheart. I adore Trey. He's nothing, been nothing but kind, you know, to me. And that was kind of the last straw. Like that was just like, okay, that, that sealed the deal. Right. But she said that she wanted to take Thomas to the fantasy suite. So she really did like that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, every, every time that um, they were hanging out together, you could tell that she had a really great connection with him. It's unfortunate that this had to happen um, because I feel as though she did really like him. Yeah, no, I definitely would agree. I mean, I think she was very attracted to him. um, And I think she he definitely knew all of the right things to say. And I think he he almost I think in the beginning of this episode, he called himself like a politician and said that he was a politician with the guys. And I was like, that's a really great word to describe yourself, because that's exactly what he was doing. He was very much playing that game um, in, in trying to just say everything that he thought she wanted to hear. But I think the thing that I love the most about Katie is that like she has trust in the guys that are there that she's formed a connection with that she is willing to say, hey, what do you guys think about this? And not just kind of say, oh, he said, she said situation. Like she will go right in the group date we saw and she's like, what do you guys think about this? Like, does everyone else feel this way? She asked it in the rose ceremony, I think last week about some, and maybe that was about someone else, but I just really like that she, oh, with Carl, she did that. Um, yeah. That she really trusts the guys. Yeah, definitely. I agree with you. Um, I also feel like as a dating coach watching, cause I kind of have to put my dating coach hat on sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. when I'm watching, I felt like Thomas had a lot of red flags though. Pretty like, from the get, like from the beginning. Uh, I thought that he was moving really fast. You know, he was saying a lot of things that were pretty intense, pretty quickly. So if I had been Katie, I would have like put my guard up immediately. Right. Because I'm like, wait, I don't know if this guy is genuine and true with what he's saying. Mm -hmm. Um, so that those red flags were definitely there from, from the beginning for me. 100%. Yeah. Oh, completely. He had a lot of red flags. The guy was like, "Mm, he is, he's too good to be true. And there is something not good about this guy. So um, obviously we see him go home later on in the episode. um, But we go into the group date kind of after um, that drama spills over. And this was a very, very similar to Tasha's group date from last season um or or last bachelorette season so I felt like we were kind of watching the same sort of thing with the habanero peppers and them posing to her yeah I was hoping for more unique um I think one of the contestants which I apologize I don't remember exactly who it was it might have been Jamar 
was like, oh, we, you know, we thought we were special when we had that date. And then here they see it again. So I kind of felt bad for them. Right. They recycled it, you know? Yeah. I mean, I thought I was watching Tasha's season all over again. I mean, it was literally the exact same thing. I'm like, I, I, I mean, I get it. You know, they're stuck in the same place, but I feel as though the producers could have maybe done something a little bit different, but um, mm-hmm. I guess, I guess not. <laughs> yeah, they definitely, I, and I mean, we always kind of see very similar, you know, dates throughout all of our, all of these seasons. You, you get your fighting ones, you get your, you know, different, different types of, of dates. But this one, I was like, oh, this was basically the exact same thing, but I think <laughs> the guys made the most of it. And I did feel, I will comment, I did feel really bad for Mike because I guess he hasn't ate carbs in seven years, he said, and he had to eat all those Twinkies. <laughs> yes. And did you guys see what Nick Fial said? Cause that, that killed me. What did he, he say? Said, he said, poor Mike, he hasn't had sex or carbs. <laughs> Literally like, like the two best things this man has not had. <laughs> oh my God. That's that. hilarious. Wow. Yes. That's amazing. I literally, when yeah. he said it's been seven years, I was like, um, is he joking? Nope. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah. yeah. But wow. It it was, you know, Good kind of him. Yeah, I guess. I mean, maybe that like he's so in shape. That must be why. I don't know. But I could not go seven years without a carb. I can't That's go a day without power. I wouldn't want to be around me. <laughs> I don't want to be around me around like two days without carbs. Okay. Let's be real. Yeah, I think <laughs> literally. <laughs> literally and also I loved Andrew S's English accent it it sounded better than it did the first time and I actually could have sworn he was British for a second like I'm a sucker for British accents <laughs> and like it was so good I was like damn okay yes yeah his Bridgerton um impression is is hot <laughs> yes 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 it is very good. And then obviously in the cocktail party, um, I thought there were like some really cute moments. Andrew being one of them, I thought it was so adorable. Him kind of making the little, um, I, he like brought up Taco Bell for her, for her. Yes. Didn't he? I loved that. And I, I mean, Taco Bell is great, but my eyes were <laughs> fixed on all the candy because I have such a sweet tooth. I'm thinking, oh my God, that was genius. Yes. I'm like, <laughs> that is- over it. Right up my alley, Taco Bell, check, candy, check. <laughs> yeah. Oh, definitely. So, so yummy. Yeah. So there were some cute moments. Um, I think Mike had a cute moment as well. Um, I, I he's I forget exactly what he put. I made a note of it, but my note is <laughs> not super descriptive. But Andrew like, <laughs> definitely stood out during the cocktail party for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also didn't Katie say that she's starting to fall for Greg too that she's like falling for him already which is just Mm -hmm. crazy because she didn't even say it in ITM I think she said it like to his face so that's when you know that she's really like really into him and he's obviously a top contender at the moment Mm -hmm. yeah I have a question for you ladies so um again I bring up Nick Vial but Katie was on Nick Vial's podcast Mm -hmm. And uh, said that, or I guess Nick asked her, have you had your heart broken? And she said, yes, during the season. So I'm curious, who do you guys think broke her heart? Mm. Oh my God. Oh, that's so interesting. 
I don't want to say it, but I mean, it could be Greg. Mm-hmm. I think so too. I think it yeah. could definitely be Greg. I think there's going to be like some later drama that we're going to see with Greg. Just something yeah. gives me that vibe from him that that we might be be seeing some not so great stuff later on in the season. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Just curious what you guys thought. Yeah, that's that funny. has been the general consensus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and I, we've heard a few things here and there as well. So I'm I'm very like on my guard with Greg. And I I, I like him, but I'm just kind of on the fence a bit to, and kind of waiting to see what's gonna happen with him. But the other thing that I thought, you know, is definitely worth mentioning was this kind of like not dual, but this this argument that kind of came about in the cocktail party between Trey and Andrew in regards to um but yeah, I, I think that was an interesting kind of uh, you know mix that happened between Trey and Andrew. But for the sake of time, I think we should move on to Blake's arrival. I'd love to hear your thoughts on Blake showing up, Aaron. Yeah, so I loved Blake on Tasha season. I really did. I thought he was great. Again, he was like Katie, right? Very open and honest. And I'm all about being your true authentic self. So he never really put on a front. He never really, you know, pretended to be someone he wasn't. I love that about him. So um, I have to say, like, when they saw each other, it was just like, it was like a meet cute. Like it was, it was so Mm -hmm. perfect. Right. And it was, they both lit up and like, I was smiling. Like I couldn't stop smiling, just seeing them together. I wanted them to just like hold each other and, you know, make out (laughs) not that fast, but you know, I I felt like there was so much like intense chemistry already. Mm -hmm. And, you know, supposedly they had just met for like that moment. So I just think that it's very special what they have. I really feel that way. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he was just pouring out his heart to her. Like when they were talking on the bench, he was like, I liked seeing you like when you came out and like on, um, oh my gosh, I'm losing my words, Matt season. And like, you could just tell that he's so into her and he's there for her. And I, you know, I hope that he, you know, he means everything he says. I mean, I think he do. I think, I think he's a very genuine guy. So I'm excited to see what happens with the two of them for the rest of the season. Yeah, 100%. I think, you know, this could be a really good match. So I'm very happy to see uh, at the end of the episode, you know, she invited him to move into the house and continue on this journey with her. So I'm pretty sure it looks like in the highlights of next week, they're going to get a one-on-one date and definitely seems like it's going to cause some drama within the house, which is always understandable when someone comes in, you know, kind of midway through. But I do think that he is a good one. And I think that they're going to have a pretty strong connection. So I'm super excited to see that. Um, But obviously, you know, kind of after that, this episode didn't have as much going on in it. I think because the the whole Thomas drama was kind of the focal point of it. Um, But I was so happy with the way that Katie handled the situation during the rose ceremony and almost didn't see it coming when she did give Thomas well, she called Thomas up to give him the rose. So what, what did you think about the way she handled that situation? Yeah, I think it was um, very strong. Like I said, you know, she's just, she's very strong, very sure of herself. She was very confident in her and what she was doing. 
Um, I do again have to say though, I feel like it was producer influenced. I felt like it was very over the top, very dramatic. It was almost like they were trying to uh, recreate, you know, Hannah Brown's thing of like picking up the podium and, you know, putting it in front of Luke P. Right. Um, yeah. And people have been alluding to that for good reason, because I, I think there's a lot of similarities between the two of them. Mm-hmm. So I do feel like they needed kind of like a moment, like a, like a shocking moment of the ceremony. And I feel like that kind of was maybe producer influenced, but no, what Katie did was fine. And like I said, I feel like that because she knew that he was, you know, treating Trey poorly and being rude to him, disrespecting him or whatever, that was kind of why she ultimately sent him home. Mm-hmm. I mean, above everything yeah. else, but you know, there, there was a lot of things that kind of led to that. Right. Right. And yeah. I think she saw those kind of red flags starting to form and she was very much picking up on them herself and yeah. kind of calling him out the past couple episodes. And so, like you said, I, I think it was definitely this opportunity where I'm sure the producers encouraged her um, to kind of give it, give it to him, which I do think he deserved. But I think overall, at least for me, this episode felt like it dragged a bit and it was a little boring. So I was like, kind of excited to see that kind of ending to be like, okay, yes, like that's what we needed to, to make this episode uh, a decent episode. Um, so I'm, I'm happy to see him leave. Yeah, I agree. I'm, yeah, I'm really happy he's gone. I don't remember who we were talking to, but it was a couple episodes back. And he said that um, Thomas reminded him of Josh Murray. And ever since he said that, I can't stop thinking about how much he reminds me of Josh Murray. Just like yes. the smooth talking and the very mm-hmm. well put together answers to everything. It's just the same thing. And they both like kind of have, have the same hairline. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I, I feel they're both uh, have narcissistic qualities too, mm-hmm. definitely. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, you want to run. Girls, <laughs> run from anyone who has narcissistic qualities, please. Yes. No, <laughs> thank you. We don't have room right. for that here. So Good. out the door. Out the I door. am very glad to see he is gone. And yeah, the upcoming highlights look really good. I feel like now we're kind of at that point where for the most part, that drama is out of the house and she can really dive deeper into these relationships. Um, and I'm excited to see where, where this next episode is going to take her. Yeah, definitely. I'm so excited. The season has been great. I look forward to watching every week and, um, I don't know if you guys mind, but I I'll shout out our Rose rewind recap live show that we do. Um, yeah. Every week we do a, a live recap show, myself and my co-host, Charlie, and that's a lot of fun, you know, to just kind of uh, go live and kind of get people's reactions. We do it usually right after it. So like Tuesday night is usually when we do it, but we're actually doing it right after this tonight. So, oh, uh, cause it's been a crazy oh week. Gosh. We had a, we had a rolling blackout. So, uh, you know, you, you <laughs> literally got a roll with it. Wow. Yeah. Look at that. And also please let our listeners know where they can find you and follow you. Um, and, and all of the things that you have going on. Sure. So you can find me on uh, Instagram at getting cozy with Aaron and you can find my uh, podcast actually on a podcast network called Taste of Reality. So tasteofreality.com has all of my episodes there. And also Zachary Reality, which you guys uh, had on your pod, right? Yeah. Um, he's also on my network as well. So um, definitely go yeah. check out both of our pods there. And then we just signed Batch After Dark with uh, Acast and Red Rock. 
So they're the, the people that produce Peter and Destin's um, podcast. Oh, so we're on their like, you know, family, we're in their family now. And you can find us on um, Apple Podcasts and also Spotify. And again, that's Batch After Dark. Amazing. That's wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Erin, for joining us uh, for our episode. We we so appreciate having you on. And um, yeah, best of luck with everything you have going on. And hopefully we'll be able to connect again uh, sometime soon. Sounds great. Can't wait to have you ladies on my pod very soon. And I really yes. appreciate you having me. Thank you so much. Of course. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Anytime. All right, guys, we hope you enjoyed that interview and recap with Erin Hill. We are so grateful for her uh, for coming on our podcast. This has been kind of months in the making to have Erin on. Um, so we're really, really fortunate that we were able to finally have her on one of our episodes. And honestly, I think she gave some really amazing tips, not only for like people our age, but just like anyone, any of our listeners, I think you can definitely take away whether it's bachelor related stuff or not some good tips. Um, she definitely seems like she is so like well-versed in so many different things, which was kind of neat to have someone who, you know, like has so many different things going on and they're all like so unique and different in something that like I've never really experienced like in a conversation with someone. Yeah, 100%. And the fact that she's a dating coach, I feel like we got a really unique perspective on the show, which was really, really cool. So I'm so excited that you guys got to listen us talk to her because she's amazing. And we're so grateful that she came on. Just to give you guys a sneak preview, we will be on Erin Hill's podcast. So we're going to be on her podcast and we are so excited that we get to talk to her again. And um, we'll obviously let you know when that comes out but for now we would love it for you guys to follow us on spotify and subscribe on apple if you are listening on apple Podcasts, be sure to give us five stars and leave us a comment we would love to just follow us at the bachelor degree podcast for all your latest bachelor news and updates from us awesome yes guys we would love for you to follow us on our instagram at the bachelor degree podcast. If you didn't hear um, Jill talk about that and yes, make sure you go listening on Spotify, Apple podcasts, all of the things, lots of exciting stuff coming with different guests. And um, yeah, I just think a lot in store. So make sure you stay tuned to our Instagram for all of our updates. And we will be with you guys weekly to recap Katie's season of the bachelorette and update you on all things bachelor nation. Yes. And before we sign off, just want to let you guys know, I'm, I had a last minute change. I'm away for the summer where I don't have the greatest Wi-Fi. So if you can't hear me super, super well, I apologize. Um, I will try and work on that for next week. Um, but as always, we'll talk to you bachelor bitches next week on the bachelor degree. Bye guys. Bye everyone.